Welcome to Grace and Peace Radio with your hosts, Anthony and Amy Russo. Grace and Peace Radio is a weekly Christian podcast where together we'll discuss how we can apply God's Word to everyday life. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. It's our hope that you will be encouraged and God will be glorified. And with that, let's start the show. Well, welcome once again. Already, right out of the gate. Your turn. My turn. I guess I have to leave that in the recording. You have to leave that one in. After last week. If you haven't listened to last week, <laughs> you'll know why I have to leave it in this week. Exactly. Yeah. Payback. Welcome. Payback. Yep. Welcome once again, everybody. Welcome all. Uh, I am Anthony. And I'm Amy. And we are so glad you're joining us here on Grace and Peace Radio. Today, we're going to be revisiting prayer. Mm-hmm. It's one of those topics that has been discussed on the program before, and every now and then we come back to it because really it's one of those things that we're constantly learning about and growing in. And need to be reminded of mm-hmm. frequently. Our, right, in our Christian lives. Mm-hmm. So Amy and I both have been reading different things that have reminded us about some aspects of prayer, and we just wanted to kind of share those and talk about yeah. those. Exactly. Amy, you want to go first? A couple things I've been reading, and I apologize to our listeners because I cannot remember one of the books that I read that was really hitting home for me, concentrated prayer. I'm trying to think if there's another word for it. Dedicated prayer time. I think it's probably a better better word for it. I pray a lot throughout the day. I'm... I like and just seem to have always been able to do someone comes to mind you know I'll say a short prayer I go for walks I'm able to pray while I'm walking that's something that you know I've enjoyed doing and have done although I've not been walking much recently so but in the biography that you and I just both finished where prayer was emphasized a lot um, called the man in the gap the biography of Martin Peterson Holt from South Africa by Rex Jeffries. We talked about that a couple weeks ago uh, when we were doing our book sprints. Last week. Oh, last week with book sprints. Sorry, folks. (laughs) Losing track of time. This pastor, very much a man of prayer. And so while, yeah, the book is almost two pastors, as Christians, we're supposed to pray. The other thing was, a book that I cannot remember what I read, but there was a lot of emphasis on dedicated prayer time. And the bottom line is, it really has been a conviction that I need to spend more time just sitting quietly before the Lord praying. That's not going to be 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. kind of thing as, you know, some of these men of God have done. But There is no reason that I can't spend a little more dedicated time doing that. That's what I've been learning in actually the last few months, really. Mm. And it's just kind of come together as I finished reading The Man in the Gap. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. For myself, yeah, I found that biography and his life, it was just a good good catalyst Mm -hmm. for prayer. I find that in different seasons of life, we read different things that are catalysts to us to not grow weary, not grow slack in in different areas. That's a good way to put it. 
to not grow weary. You know, uh, something recently reminded me about persecuted Christians. Mm-hmm. And something else reminds me of missions. Something else reminds me of prayer, Bible study, those sorts of things. So I think that's one reason why it's good for us to try to be well-read. Mm-hmm. To, to try to read a variety of things so that we're constantly feeding our, our minds, our hearts. And then the Spirit can emphasize certain things. Suddenly we're finding, gee, we're reading so many books and there's there's little aspects of, in this case, prayer mm-hmm. in whatever the things are. And we're both seeing it. Right, right. Because you know, we're not reading... Not both of us, but I mean... No, not, no, no, no. I just think for this time, yes. it, it's just been interesting that it has been both of us and we're reading, except for The Man in the Gap, we've been reading very separate different pieces of literature. Yeah. So one of the things that for me that has has struck me is the importance of making the effort to get up early. You said you pray throughout the day and you can pray when you walk. Mm -hmm. Neither of those things am I good at. I I just cannot pray and walk at the same time. I just can't do it. And I have to remind myself to pray throughout the day. Mm Mm-hmm. But I do enjoy set time in the morning, preferably, yes, before the sun comes up, to be alone with the Lord and have my Bible reading time and pray. Mm -hmm. And so it's just been a good reminder to make the effort. And I will say this, it's not for everybody. Martin Holt would get up at 3 Mm a.m., 4 a.m. to pray. I've done that at times. I'll get up because I don't, sometimes I just don't sleep well and I'll stay up from that point or I'll be up for a couple hours and then I'll sleep for an hour or two Mm -hmm. and and go to work or whatever. But I would encourage people to follow the Lord's leading. I mean, in, I think it's Mark one, we see that Jesus rose up before dawn to pray. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know, for me, physically, I could not get up that early and then function the rest of the day. That's just not how my body works. But there's no reason, and I have been very slack in this, that I can't get up 30 minutes earlier to start the day so that I get Bible reading in and prayer time right? before right. I'm getting ready to work. Yep. And I know some people are late night people. Mm-hmm. In fact, in the biography... Martin Holt, and I believe it was his first wife, because she right. eventually died. She was a late night person. Yes. So they pass each other in the hallway. They pass <laughs> each other in the hallway on more than one occasion at like 3 a.m., mm-hmm. where she's going to bed and he's getting up. Mm-hmm. But the point is concentrated prayer. I would add fear prayerlessness. Yes. Fear it. Ask mm-hmm. the Lord to put a fear in you. That sounds rather superstitious. That, oh, I didn't pray today, therefore the day is going to go horribly. It can it can sound superstitious if we let it, but that's not the point, obviously. Right. We should have a healthy fear that if we don't go before the Lord and lay these things before the Lord, lay ourselves before the Lord, mm-hmm. how can we expect his blessing on the day and his help and his just like in Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing, where he says, tune my heart to sing thy grace. Mm-hmm. I think we have to have a a heart tuning every morning, a heart recalibration, mm-hmm. reorientation to the Lord for the day. Right, because the tendency would be, at least I know for myself, is that I'm about to go into the day on my own strength, which is always a disaster. 
Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work. And something will disintegrate before the, the, the day is over with. It's a matter of coming humbly before the Lord. Yeah, there's fear of the Lord. And we say fear in, in the definition of reverence. And it's coming humbly before the Lord that I need him for the strength for my day. Right. Because I can't do it on my own strength. And he doesn't want us to. Right. I've been reading through the Gospels and I've been reading through Luke and just seeing how in Luke 9, 18, it says, Once when Jesus was praying in private and his disciples were with him, he asked, Who do the crowds say I am? Well, we know that story, but it didn't dawn on me. I, I didn't see before that once when Jesus was praying in private. Mm-hmm. Number one. Number two, a few verses later in 928, at the transfiguration, after eight days, Jesus said this. He took Peter, James, and John with him and went up onto a mountain to pray. We know that. And in Luke 11, the very beginning of the chapter, verse one, one day... Jesus was praying in a certain place. So again, these are just a few of the examples. We we can all think of others where Jesus's life was one of prayer. Mm -hmm. And we ought to be striving to to emulate that in some way. Mm -hmm. It's obviously some imperfect way, but in some way as as believers. When you think of the fact that the Lord Jesus Christ found it important to spend alone time with his father, Mm -hmm. why wouldn't we? Right. So we should have a healthy fear when we're not praying. Mm -hmm. To your point, we should obey impulses to pray. Mm -hmm. We should be able to pray throughout the day. That's that idea of pray without ceasing. Right. It is something that we have to be trained to do, I think. Or maybe some of us like you are better at it. Yeah, I think it's a matter you train yourself for what you're not good at. I have to train myself for dedicated prayer time. You'd have to train yourself to impulse praying. Right. Just because of mm-hmm. the direction that we naturally go. Right. And that is something I have been trying to do more of. Mm-hmm. There's that little impulse of, well, I should pray about that. Even if it's in the middle of a conversation, somebody mm-hmm. mentions a physical need. In my head, I can pray a quick prayer, a Nehemiah type prayer about that. Where, right. You know, Nehemiah asks the Lord for help as he goes to present his request. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. So we should have obey these impulses to pray. Also, you know, when we talk about we should do this, we should do that, understand too that these are things that we're not trying to sit here and tell you, hey, you need to be doing this. No. You know, no. these are just things that as two believers to another believer, right? I'm assuming you're a believer as you're listening to this. And if you're not, we'll talk about that. But these are things that we as believers need to be stirring one another up Mm -hmm. with. Yeah, encouraging one another and reminding each other. Yeah. We should do these things because these are good things for us. Mm -hmm. Yes, we should all be eating right and exercising. We don't always do it, but we should. We should be growing in prayer, certainly. And it should bring us a certain amount of joy to be having a conversation with God. Yeah, yeah. Hey, by the way, speaking of prayer, and of course, with prayer, there's requests mm-hmm. as well as praise and thanksgiving and all that. Mm-hmm. I have been praying for Help Daniel Walk, our right. hashtag Help Daniel Walk. 
And so we can help bring Daniel over from Uganda to get him a refitted with a new set of prosthetic legs. Mm-hmm. And you know what? What? I found out that we are just shy of $1,000. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Very so nice. So we are already just shy of 20% of our goal. Excellent. Of $5,000 to get him and Pastor Peter, his father, mm-hmm. over from Uganda. So that's a praise. Mm-hmm. That's a Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And it's an ongoing prayer request. That's also a great segue Mm-hmm. I'd like for you to please listen to this message about Help Daniel Walk and you be praying about Help Daniel Walk and you be praying, Lord, how can I help Daniel walk? Hi, this is Anthony. I wanted to tell you about how we're partnering with Gracebound to help raise money for Daniel. Daniel's a young man in Uganda and we want to bring him back to the States this summer, 2021, to get fitted with new prosthetic legs. He was here a couple of years ago and well, he's a growing boy and a growing boy needs a new set of legs. So if you would like to help us out, please visit helpdanielwalk.com and tell a friend. Use the hashtag helpdanielwalk, helpdanielwalk.com. Thanks so much all right so welcome back welcome back we are talking about prayer mm-hmm. we're talking about things that we've been reading about and that have stuck in our hearts and our minds reminding us of the importance of prayer and also ways we can pray more mm-hmm. it's always good to revisit this you know come back to the foundational things how can we read more of the bible remember more of the Bible, study more of the Bible. How can we pray more? How can we mm-hmm. love more? How can we give more, grow more, so forth? Right. And so today we're talking about prayer. Something I was just thinking about, there are seasons of life. And I think of, you know, new moms or moms of toddlers and just the all-consuming time that's, that's needed for these little ones. So the whole idea of dedicated prayer time, for you in this season... The impulse praying, the Lord is pleased. You know, don't let this, what we're talking about, I happen to know for myself that I do have time. I don't make time for dedicated prayer. You know, for those of you who are moms and have the little ones all over the place, impulse praying for a while, this may be in your season, but don't feel like you can't do do this kind of, we call it impulse praying, mm-hmm. but it's just like short prayers throughout the day. Right. Don't think that that's not serving its purpose because it's like, oh, well, I need to get away and be in the right frame of mind and, you know, be in a, just pray. Right. Yeah, exactly. A couple of things from the Martin Holt biography. He got into a habit of praying, take your glory, Lord. Mm-hmm. Not really sure where he picked it up exactly. Nobody's really quite sure on that, but... It got to be something that he would say frequently. Mm -hmm. Take your glory, Lord. Take your glory. That's something I've tried to incorporate into my prayer time. Just this idea that whatever the thing is, if I'm praying for someone to be saved, I want God to have glory in ransoming that sinner, that hell-bound soul, and turning them 180 degrees and taking his glory to make them now a worshiper of him. That's an excellent point, because honestly, when I read the biography, I did, I missed that. 
Mm. I missed how frequently and how that became part of his. Think about it. How can the Lord take his glory? Lord, this person is sick. Or Lord, I'm suffering. I've got this ache or pain or this sickness or this trial or whatever. Take your glory through this trial, through this suffering, through this circumstance in my life, through this, even if it's not suffering, even if it's just this circumstance that you're testing me to trust you. Right. Take your glory. So I've been trying to incorporate that and it just keeps me worshipful. Yeah, I think that's a great way to do it and take your glory if you're in a moment where you know you need to be compassionate, to listen well, whatever you're doing, whether it's work or a ministry function or just listening to a friend and you've heard the same story (laughs) again, take your glory, help me to be Christ-like in this situation. Yeah, yeah. Martin Holt had a saying When it came to prayer, he would say, well, in the book, it says on page 111, Martin's prayer formula was simple. Someone prayed to, someone prayed for, someone prayed against. Let me say that again. Martin's prayer formula was simple. Someone prayed to, someone prayed for, someone prayed against. Mm-hmm. And I've been trying to take that formula and also incorporate it into my prayer life. Obviously, we're praying to the Lord. Someone prayed to. Mm-hmm. Someone prayed for. That's obvious. Right. We're interceding for people. Someone prayed against. That can be, for example, right now, uh, the government in Canada is cracking down on pastors. Right. In Ontario, I think. Praying against the government Mm-hmm. And what they're trying to do. and But it's also praying against Satan. Mm-hmm. I was reminded, again, because we say the, the Lord's Prayer, or what is known as the Lord's Prayer so often, we're so used to saying it, it, it dawned on me that, well, what about lead me not into temptation and deliver, deliver us from the evil one? Mm-hmm. And that's praying against someone. That's so I've also been taking this this approach of praying against the enemy. Lord, don't let the evil one do his tricks in this circumstance or in this person's life or right. whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. The evils of the world. Mm-hmm. Praying against. Yeah. Two more that I could think of that, again, were touched on in the book. And, and again, they're, they're mentioned elsewhere. But pray by name. For people and families at church. Mm-hmm. As a pastor, that's one thing that Martin Holt did daily. He prayed for all the people in his Every single church. one. Yeah. So, you know, I reorganized my, my prayer list because a lot of times my prayer list was just in my head. Right. Yep. You know, because I've had on paper prayer lists before uh, many times. And, you know, you get to that that point where it becomes almost a laundry list. Mm -hmm. Well, as soon as I rattle off these 20, 30 names, you know, we can, I'm done. Mm -hmm. So you have to guard against that, but it is still good. Yeah. There is something about, and it's funny that you did that too, because I didn't realize that Uh, this morning I had, I've had a notebook, you know, I had it sectioned out for family, church, family, missionaries, Mm -hmm. you and I, and 
it's just been a hodgepodge. So I ripped out pages and started over again and, you know, did some new lists. And, you know, I want to try to pay more attention to those lists and not just from memory, which isn't too good. Plus, I read this a long time ago that it's good to have those kinds of lists because somebody, I don't know who it was, each day they pray for a different thing. So, you know, on Monday they'll pray for family members you know, kind of thing. Right. You know, Tuesday they pray for missionaries and they've got their, their list of missionaries. So that's a way to to change things up and maybe avoid the laundry list kind of speaking you know, in our prayer time, but it also helps us, well, point, it's embarrassing, but case in point is I have um, a voice of the martyrs pastor that I've got a card that I've had for, I don't know, two or three years now. And, you know, because I don't go into that notebook, I tend to forget to pray for him. Right. And so today it's like, okay, this is in front of me and I've got to pray for this man. I find for myself I don't know how else to say it, but I find how how selfish I am in my prayers mm-hmm. because all of my prayers are, like we talked about Nehemiah's prayer before, and some people have called that an arrow prayer where you just kind of shoot up this quick little arrow of a prayer. Oh, true. And, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> Lord, even if it's Lord help right, or whatever the thing is, you know, mm-hmm. it's this quick arrow prayer. I pray boomerang prayers. <laughs> that's a, okay. I like that. That's inevitably, <laughs> I catch myself just hurling boomerangs at God. And what I mean is, this is how, hmm. this is how it starts. And it's so stupid, but, so here's the boomerang prayer. Uh, so let's say I'm praying for you. Pray for you and for your day whatever the thing that you've got going on is help me to be loving towards her and to be patient towards her. And so now I've suddenly just turned (laughs) this prayer that's meant to be interceding for you and bringing you before God. And suddenly now it's about me and it's, well, Lord, now it's my, you know, my attitude, my heart, you know, my need. And I do that with everything. So I've been guilty of that. So know, that's boomerang, you know, world missions, Lord, please uh, help the missionaries and in, in what they're doing. And oh, by the way, help me because, you know, I've, uh, I've got this thing, you know, <laughs> my chair squeaks, you know, these missionaries are out in the, the mission field and doing all these Jungles things. And, and yeah. And, and all this stuff and in hostile countries or whatever it is. And I'm, Praying over, you know, a hangnail. <laughs> and, but I, you know, so it boomerangs around to my selfishness. So having that list mm-hmm. helps me not, not do that as often. Right. No, that's a good point. It um, really is. And along with that. Are you boomeranging? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Pray for me. Wait, wait, let me pray for me. <laughs> oh, sorry, folks. Hey. Little little squirrely. Uh, look at it this way. Uh, people, you get what you pay for. Are you paying for this podcast? <laughs> no. 
All right. You want you want better content? Go somewhere and pay for it. There this is free. Go. So yep. this is know, us. This is it's uh and it's free because really who would pay for this? So <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, sorry about that. Nope. No, that's, that's all good. Mm. So the last thing I want to bring up, and again, it's, um, something we've, we've all probably heard before, but was reminded this week, even in our, uh, community group of church, but, but praying scripture. And again, this also helps against these boomerang prayers. True. I've started putting little Bible verses, you know, even if it's just the notation of the verse itself. Uh, next to certain prayer requests. For instance, maybe it's world missions. I might put Malachi 1.11 next to it, that God's name may be great among the nations. Hmm. So when I'm praying, instead of just praying generally for missions, you know, kind of a, you know, Lord, save the world right. kind of a thing, uh, I'm I'm praying, Lord, Make, make your name great among the nations. Mm-hmm. Well, it turns it back toward God, yeah. too, specifically. You know. and, uh, and his glory. Yeah, and his glory. So again, it was just a, a good reminder mm-hmm. of for me about the importance of doing that. Well, and I've heard plenty of times over the years in being a follower of Christ of praying the scripture, um, you know, praying the Psalms. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've, I've done it when... I've been in the middle of a trial and things are really, really hard and I have no words left, but you're right in that it's also good to pray scripture for praise and thanksgiving. We tend to forget that, tend to not emphasize that as much as we should. Mm -hmm. The verse that we talked about this week in our small group was out of uh, Ephesians 3, Uh, where Paul says, For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ, that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. And again, it's the idea that, okay, well, turn that into a prayer for someone or mm-hmm. for, you know, for whomever it is that you're, you're praying for. And um, what's the verse again? It's Ephesians 3, starting at verse 14. So again, we can turn that, Paul's prayer for the Ephesian church, we can turn that into a prayer for mm-hmm. whomever it is that we may be mm-hmm. praying for. And I tend to go to one of my favorites is um, in First Thessalonians 5, where it's rejoice, starting at verse 16, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Hmm. So I, I tend to go to that to remind me of all this all of that and especially the give thanks in all circumstances right that's that's one that tends to get pushed by the wayside and the chaos of living sometimes yeah yeah so those are just some things that we've been the lord's been showing both of us Mm -hmm. 
in prayer in just recent days and weeks and wanted to pass those along. What about you? What's the Lord been showing you in your life about prayer or something else? Right. Any, any of the disciplines. Yeah. Email us at show at graceandpeaceradio.com and let us know. Please or, do. Yeah. Or go ahead and post on our Facebook page, mm-hmm. right? Look us up on Facebook, Grace and Peace Radio, and put a comment out there. Let mm-hmm. us know. We'd, we'd love to know uh, what, what the Lord's been doing. We like hearing from you. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Well, we'd love to hear from you. We thank you so much for listening. Thank you very much. God bless you, and we will talk to you next time. Take care, all. Well, that's our show for today. I hope you'll join us next time as we spend time in God's Word, looking at how we can grow in our knowledge of Him, our love for Him, and our service to Him. Grace and Peace Radio is honored to be a member of the Christian podcast community. It's a ministry of striving for eternity. Find more Christian podcasts at christianpodcastcommunity.com. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, visit us at graceandpeaceradio.com and on Facebook. Until next time, I'm your host, Anthony Russo, and Jesus changed my life.